Ogumbawale. Hey, women's basketball Go fans. Win. This is Go your Tuesday-Thursday host. Usually your Tuesday-Thursday You are host, locked Erica on women's Ayala. basketball. I know, it's been a while, folks. Your daily podcast there have been on some women's exciting basketball. exciting developments happening, including Locked on Kraken. So if you're not listening to that, make sure you check it out. But um, also I'll have some official news as far as what my plans are for the Olympics coming up. But needless to say, I've been trying to get my little duckies in a row here. But uh, I'm talking to you on Thursday, July 15th, the day after the WNBA All-Star Weekend. It was not really a weekend. It wasn't a weekend at all. Hello. <laughs> it took place on a Wednesday. So there's that. But um, usually it would be a weekend. Usually it'd be a little bit more of an event. I've talked on the show before. I didn't really understand um, why there wasn't a little more fanfare. But, you know, neither here nor there. I thought it was a great event. Spoiler alert, in case you don't know. But, um... Team WNBA won, and um, so that's kind of cool. And we're definitely going to talk about an ultra moment, as I talked about in the uh, opening title sponsor ad. We're going to talk about that ultra moment a little bit later in the show. But here's here's what we're going to do on the show. I'm going to give you a quick recap of the latest WNBA news. I'm going to give you a little bit of a taste of a spicy, an absolute spicy green room session that I had post all-star event. Shout out to Spotify Green Room that actually helped promote my Spotify Green Room yesterday. I thought that was fantastic. Didn't know that was going to happen. We had a good time. Shout out to the homie Brooklyn who was listening at work, and then just as I was about to close the room, hopped on, we had a good chat, good conversation. You'll hear a little bit of that. Um, And yeah, then I'm going to release an extended cut of yesterday's Spotify Green Room, and I'm going to release that on Saturday. So you'll get the cliff notes, and then you can listen to a little bit more of the explicit version It went almost two hours. I had a lot of things to say, including I have some thoughts about what the three-point contest should be called, first of all. The fact that Allie Quigley tried to, like, low-key tell us she's retiring from the three-point contest, that's not gonna, that's not gonna fly. That's, we have to abolish that. Um, so, so I had a conversation about that, and then, Brooklyn and I go on again about Phoenix. What's up with Phoenix? You know, actually, my last green room session, I lost the audio. So I'm saying this as if you heard it, but that's part of the reason we were missing an episode is because, anyway, that's a whole situation. But Phoenix, man, um, we've got some things, um, some things to talk about. And then... um, We're getting ready for 3x3. You know what I think is interesting? It's not called three on three. It's, it's, there's a concerted effort to use 3x3, like three by three. Why isn't it three on three? Why is it 3x3? Like, why can't we say three on, is there a reason? Am I not up with the lingo? It's quite possible, you know. Aunties don't like to be thought of as old, but it's kind of implied in the name. (laughs) 
But uh, I don't know, 3x3. So I, I was on the 3x3 call. I got to ask some questions of Katie Lou and Kelsey Plum. I had to hop off uh, before Alicia Gray and uh, Steph Dolson hopped on. Carol Lawson gave uh, some media availability. So I, I'm, that's an event that I'm excited for, for the Olympics. Um, I'm going to have some assignments for the Olympics. I'll tell you a little bit more about that next week. On Monday, I should have my assignment. So I'll let you know where I'll be writing, what it's going to look like. Don't worry. I'm not going to leave you out in the cold. But uh, all right, let's go over what happened in the WNBA. Speaking of Phoenix, your Western Conference Player of the Week, Brittany Griner. Now, in uh, three games where the Phoenix Mercury went two and one, um, the six foot nine center posted averages of twenty six points, eleven point five rebounds, and one point seven blocks, and three point three assists per game while shooting 54.5% from the field. And see, this is one of the things. This is the type of Brittany Griner that we know exists. 10th Player of the Week honor for Brittany Griner coming this week. And then there's sometimes where we don't know what's happening with Brittany Griner. And that's not just a Brittany Griner thing. Sometimes that's a Phoenix thing. So you'll hear it a little bit more in the next segment from the Spotify Green Room. But so, okay, Brittany Griner, your Western Conference Player of the Week. Who is your Eastern Conference Player of the Week? John Quell Jones. My front runner for MVP. Miss me with, oh, she missed a few games. You know what? Given the circumstances of the WNBA, to me, that doesn't matter because I think it almost speaks for itself, you know? Uh, anyway, we, we can get more into that a little bit later. Uh, this, this is the second Player of the Week honor, Eastern Conference Player of the Week honor for John Quell Jones. The Connecticut Sun... In week eight, defeated the Atlanta Dream and the New York Liberty, where Jones averaged 20.5 points, 16.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and shot 53% from the field. Also worth noting, um, one, because it's in this release that I'm looking at, and it was actually the next hit I was going to do. Anyway, the Connecticut Sun have clinched a berth to the inaugural Commissioner's Cup, they will be playing none other than, ooh, the Seattle Storm. Now, that's going to be fun, folks. That is going to be fun. It's going to be on the other end of the Olympic break. Connecticut is heading into the Olympic break, 14-6 and six overall, number three in the league. So now let's, of course, talk about league standings. Because that's, that's what makes sense. We are officially at the Olympic break. The All-Star game is done. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about the All-Star game. But the Seattle Storm are 16-5 and five in first place. The Las Vegas Aces are 15-6 and six 
in second place. The Connecticut Sun, as we just mentioned, are in third. They're 1.5 games back of Seattle at 14 and 6. The Minnesota Lynx, ho! Let's play back. We would have to play back the audio from earlier in this season because Minnesota was, I believe, I want to say Minnesota was dead last. Obviously with Indiana, but, you know, we'll get to Indiana in a little bit. Um, but I think they were last or close to it in the standings early in the season and now are in uh, essentially, what is that, double buy territory or at least a first round buy territory. I love, you love to see it. You'll love to see it. Chicago Sky, also another team that struggled early on, got Candace Parker back, and now they're 10 and 10. 10 and 11, and in sixth place, the New York Liberty. Phoenix at 9 and 10 in seventh place. And if the season ended today, or at the Olympic break, all star break, whatever you want to call it, the Washington Mystics are the last team in at 8 and 10. That leaves the Dallas Wings, the Los Angeles Sparks, the Atlanta Dream, and the Indiana Fever on the outside looking in and in that order. Indiana picked up two more wins from the last time, or was it three? Maybe it was three wins from the last time that we did the standings, that I did the standings. They're on a three. Yeah, it's three. Hello. They're on a three-game winning streak. They beat the Connecticut Sun on July 3rd. 73-67. They beat the New York Liberty 82-69 on July 9th. And they beat the Atlanta Dream 79-68. Three-game winning streak for the Indiana Fever. I was having some uncomfortable conversations about Indiana and, quite honestly, Tamika Catchings up until that three-game win streak. I still think it's a conversation worth having. We're not going to do it on today's show, but just put a let's just put a pin in that. Some something's got to give in Indiana. Um, can they turn this season around? It's looking like it, but even a, a massive turnaround of the Most High this season, I don't think is the balm that Indiana needs. I think they need to have a look elsewhere. But we, we will talk about that on another episode some other time. Coming up next on, I almost said Locked on Kraken. Hello. Coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, because that's what we're doing. You're going to hear from the Spotify Green Room. Going to give you a little clip. It's a, it's a fun one, folks. It's a fun one. You're not going to want to miss it. But for now, as promised, we're going to talk about the ultra moment. And um, favorite moment from the playoffs or from the finals, you know, this is tough because it's a women's basketball show, but um, I would have to say that my favorite moment is seeing two black women be able to be successful um, at for what a lot of people is the pinnacle of basketball in the United States. I've talked about Maria Taylor already before, but also you have Monica McNutt doing amazing things. I'm just so happy. Um, Ari Chambers, good friend of mine, 
doing activations with the WNBA, having pose-offs with Lisa Leslie. That's what I'm excited for. You want to talk about joy. You want to talk about happiness and enjoyment. All of the things that Michelob Ultra brings because it's only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. For some people, it's a nice cold beer. For me, it's Black Girl Magic. And... And hashtag Black Rosie. So that's my ultra moment of the finals is black women, women of color on national television talking basketball. Uh, just where we always belong. Hey, folks. Team WNBA, let's go. Hold on, let me turn this down. If y'all are loyal listeners to Locked on Women's Basketball, you know I called this weeks ago. I called it weeks, weeks weeks ago team WNBA wasn't coming in here losing this game and you know I'm gonna hit the post game circuit and it's gonna be like oh this was an exhibition listen team USA can't say oh we didn't have our full squad no 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 you can't say that you can't say that like you did when Oregon beat you let's go let's go I'm here for it I'm here for it I am here for this win right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Arike has a good shot um, at being MVP. They got the camera on her. See, Willie, Courtney Williams was on my ballot, was on my ballot, and came down, down the stretch to give Team WNBA the lead. So we'll see what happens. Yo. I, I'm going to just put it the way uh, I'm thinking it in my head. Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, but like Sue Bird on a more low-key level, can be so dismissive. Like uh, when Oregon beat Team USA, Sue was like, well, I mean, like we can't take this serious. There's some people that were on that court that aren't going to be on the team. And I'm just like, yo, y'all are just – is it the truth? Probably. But how disrespectful does that sound? Only for Sue Bird to make the Team USA roster, Diana Taurasi also to make the Team USA roster, and to lose to Team WNBA. That's why I'm saying the spice, the tea, is all the right flavor for me, hunty. Because it's just like, oh my God. Yes, that's what I'm saying, Brooklyn. Yes, oh wow, is right. Like It was just like, oh well, you know, a lot of us were hurt. Some of us weren't there. You had Brittany Griner on the court. Sylvia Fowles putting it down. Sue Bird was playing. Diana Taurasi didn't play, but Liz Cambage didn't play for the All-Stars. So, you know, nobody was evenly, you know, or at full capacity. But Team WNBA, I can't wait. I can't wait to get into these Zoom calls. I'm waiting to hop in now because I just want to hear what it's going to be. Even Don Staley was like, oh, you know, no excuses, but baka baka ba. Like, is it no excuses or not? Nah? Like, how are you going to say both? Like, I don't understand, but, but what do I know? What do I know? What do I know? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like Candace Parker, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it 100%. You know, I, I wrote this story about, like, all-star performances, and people kind of got on me because I didn't include Candace Parker. 
and I don't know, maybe it's because I, you know, I'm all over here on the East Coast, but like Candace Parker was never like that player for me. Maybe it's also under the guise of like a Maya Moore. Like I was watching Maya Moore, watching people like, oh, here we go. They're about to start the press conference. Um, watching people like, uh, you know, Tamika Catchings. I don't know. But sometimes I just like would forget. I just would like flat up forget. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna be honest. I might have been on that disrespect train. She's not my favorite favorite player, but you gotta respect what she does. She's not, you know, my goat, but you gotta respect it, and I do. Taking a little break from my Spotify green room night, and uh, make sure you listen to the end of the show to know when I'll do my next live room at Spotify Green Room, but uh, today on the road to the finals. In our NBA Finals coverage, it is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. I already talked to you about Black Girl Magic, but I mean Giannis Akinkumpo, I mean, fantastic to see him being able to, to put on for the Milwaukee Bucks. I just love seeing Drew Holiday because I'm a huge fan of his wife, Lauren Chaney. <sighs> you know, I was thinking this. It and I mean this sincerely. I'm not this these are no jokes. It must be so exciting for him to say that he is married to Lauren Chaney. Amazing athlete and an even better person. I just, the Holiday family, they're, they're cute as a button. Wish them nothing but the best, and good luck to Drew. It's going to be a fantastic finals. Minnesota, or excuse me, Milwaukee pulls in, pulls within one game. The, the series is now 3-2 in favor of the Phoenix Suns. How's it going to end? We're going to get surprise performances. We're going to have amazing stat lines. It's all happening because, again... It's only worth it if you enjoy it, so I hope you enjoy every game of the 2021 NBA Finals. Like, oh no, that's the most basic looking logo. Y'all listen to me, I'm over here complaining about the logo. But am I wrong though? But am I wrong? I don't think so. I don't think I think they just recycled the 2019 logo. It's the same dang thing. It's the same thing. Right? It's the same thing. I don't care. I don't care. That joint is whack. It is whack. Yo, we need uh we got game two. She needs to get someone to design this because this is so it's just it just bothers me. I'd rather they just rock the WNBA logo for all that. Yes, thank you, Sam. Yeah, it's like count it like that whole W25, and then this is just like AS21. AS21. There's no WNBA. You can, I'm looking at these logos right now. They're warm up shirts. It's like AS21, like all big and aggressive. And then there's like a little star with the teeny tiny WNBA logo. Like, if you didn't know, there's no way you are bringing attention back to the WNBA with that design. <laughs> Be like, who's ass 21? Who's ass 21? 
who's who's as 21 i don't know do you know let me google it nobody knows it's so aggressive lucas it's so aggressive like for no reason and it doesn't even look good like i don't understand i don't know what font that is but it's it's basic it's so basic <laughs> who is as 21 i don't know i don't know ali was like i'm too good for this oh wait she wasn't an all-star which i don't understand Ugh, i don't know Chicago had a weird start to the season. Allie's always under the radar and then just comes to All-Star and shoots lights out. And then we're like, dang, that's right. That's right. Forgot about Allie quickly. She's just cool as a cucumber, too. Ugh, love her more than my luggage. I want to close out this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Getting us ready. We, we have no WNBA games until august 15th but i'll let you know that the los angeles sparks are set to return to the staples center uh so that'll be exciting but we're gonna talk uh, about the all-star game it was indeed <laughs> team wmba Gets the victory, and who wins MVP but Arike Agumbawale. Um, I haven't heard the audio yet from USAB, so I'll probably talk about that a little bit, spill some wobble tea, a little something-something. But it was a 93-85 victory for Team WNBA. And uh, your top performers... For the United States, with 17 points and um, two total rebounds, Brittany Griner coming off a of player of the week, getting it done with the national team as well. And that's someone who I talked about. I was like, I don't know. Is Brittany Griner? But no, you need Brittany Griner in international competition. I have said that before, but Brittany Griner is a little high, low, up, down. And then let's go to the WNBA All-Stars. 26 points. Arike Gumbawale. But you know who else had a great stat line? Listen to this. And maybe there's a case to say that she was robbed for MVP because getting it done. So Arike had 26 points, but only had one assist, one rebound, and one steal. John Quell Jones came in second to Allie Quigley in the three-point shooting contest and scored 18 points, had two block shots, three steals, four assists, 14 rebounds. I love Arike. I'm glad Arike is getting all of the love. But I'm going to let y'all know, fam... I'm going to let y'all know, fam, maybe, maybe it should have been John Call Jones. Either way, it's fantastic. So many first-time all-stars, Satu Sabali, uh, Kalia Copper, 
Great game by Kalia Copper. Courtney Williams had a great game as well. Ended with 15 points. Just great. It was great. Zero points, zero minutes for Liz Cambage, but all of the gifts and memes. So she did her job. It was great. Let's talk about rockauto.com, my favorite family-owned business. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? When rockauto.com has prices that are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck and type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com also want to tell you, of course, about betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We've got baseball going on, NBA playoffs still happening, and then, of course, there's UFC, MMA, all of the things. Don't sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. Remember, a bonus episode coming to you this weekend. You can hear all the things from the green room. Um, you can catch me over at Spotify Green Room at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. And that's also where you can find me on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, all of the things until Saturday if you listen to the bonus episode. And until Tuesday where I'm going to let you know what I have planned for the Olympic break. And we'll get a little bit into the 3x3 team as well as the traditional 5v5. I don't know. Is that what they say? Is that what the cool kids say? Either way, just so you know, next week, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is going down and it is featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrine and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades from your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. And remember, that's Odyssey as in A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, folks, Erica Lindsay Ayala, a.k.a. Auntie, signing out for this edition of Lockdown Women's Basketball. Bye!